Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am the one people call Nicholas. I'm still just Zach. Welcome to We're in Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. You can just call me Nick, though. I'm going to call you whatever I want. Wow, what do you want to call me? Who, what do I want to call you? <laughs> yeah, let's open the floor with this. Demonock. Oh, my God. Demonock would be great. Demonic. Demonic is a better name. Oh, my gosh. So let's, all right, guys. Uh, this is Demonic signing off for Zach. That was weird and feared. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what just happened there. All right, guys, stay spooky. No, we're not done yet, because I got a story to tell you. Zach. Okay, Demonic. Oh my god, I'm never gonna hate it's just it. It's like Dominic. Yeah, but it's like Demonic. Maybe that's what Dominic means. Anybody named Dominic means like Demonic? I hope so. Is there a demon? I hope so. Like how Damon became Demon? And then Dominic yes. just became and Demonic became Dominic? Yep. Huh. Letters are weird. Which is also something that's gonna happen in this episode when I mispronounce some things. So mm-hmm. letters can be weird because languages are in fact different and I speak only one. See. Mucho gusto. <laughs> All right. What makes a god? Uh, me. Wow. You're a god? No, I make them. Oh. How do you make a god? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what makes a god? I'm talking about characteristics of a god. Okay. Omnipotence. Pure power. Unbridled strength. Allowing for complete conquest. Cool backstory. Cool backstory. Cool lore. Uh, immortality. Hmm. Not all of them, though. Not all, but I mean, assumed immortality for a bunch of them. Yeah. Like you live forever unless someone tries to kill you. <laughs> so you live forever until you don't. <laughs> until you don't. Yeah. Or some some gods are indestructible, allegedly, or they can get resurrected. But anyways, hang on to that thought for a moment. Okay. What makes a god? Well, in our intro, uh, the intro is a very podcast where I, you know. Said so my name was Nicholas. Uh, we talk about our show being about global folklore. Well, we're going to lean into this today. Okay. Which takes us back to the beautiful island of Puerto Rico, where we traveled when you talked about a chupacabra. Chupacabra. I'm going to read you just a little legend here. Chupacabra. Oh, man. Chupacabra is the sticker I will be making, mm-hmm. because how many stickers have to have bro in them? I guess two. Perfect. Edgar Allan Bro. Anyways. This is from Culture Trip. It's Salome and Aruaca. Let's name the story. Okay. All right. Don Julian Carrera's greatest pride was his beautiful 17-year-old daughter, Salome. One day, Salome rode her horse to the Abacoa River to go for her daily walk. But this day, her father insisted that Juan, the son of the rich landowner, Don Ramon Rivera, Accompany her because he was hoping they would one day marry. So dad's trying to play a little bit of matchmaker here. Weird. I mean, he's like, hey, 
Never mind. I'm not gonna anything. <laughs> anything I was about to say was not gonna be what we want to talk about. Like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're good. Like my daughter. <laughs> That's creepy. It's not great. It was like, hey. And again, whenever I start with hey, yeah, and not- any sense is not gonna work out. Nope. And the sentence I censored myself from saying was going to be very dramatic. When they reached the riverbank, Salome spotted a beautiful flower floating on the river. What'd she do? Pointed at it and, and said, she, hey, look at that. What'd she want to do after that? Go get it? Yes, exactly. So she leaned over, but she's by the river, so she slipped. Her balance betrayed her, and she dropped into the swift current. She was crying for her guy, Juan. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a few, every like part of the story that I saw, it emphasizes that he had no courage, and only shouted that he would go to the hacienda for help. Oh. I'll get, some, I'll get somebody. Ah, yeah, what? Yeah, literally doesn't try. I'll to go for help. It. It's yeah, just like literally flying down the river. Yeah, the the moment where like you could maybe try to grab her, like it's like oh fuck, I'll get somebody. I might slip. It's like no, yeah, you fucked up. I don't want to fuck up. Anyways, so again. After she cried out for Juan, he was just like, nah, no thanks. So, again, in this situation, if you were Saloma, you would assume, you know, death was upon you. Like, well, I'm done. I'm probably not going to make it out of this if the river's raging. I guess, yeah. I mean, unless, I mean, you might be like, I can just man myself to the shoreline. Fuck this raging rapids. No, I'm a bad swimmer. All right, well, that would be bad for you then. I hope that never happens. Uh, Saloma. Salome. Again, was terrified, thought she was about to die. But then she saw through the sky a bronze and copper bolt that fell from the cliff above. Powerful arms embraced her and brought her safely to the riverbank. What's up? said yoink? Yep, got her. Her savior was a young man with brown skin and eyes the color of honey. And she fell in love with him instantly. He's a handsome fellow. I mean, color of honey eyes would be... I'd be starstruck. Right? Kind of like that goldenish yeah. kind of like, I mean, you've seen some honey. I have. And you're like, damn, that's beautiful. Yeah. And what if that was in someone's eyeballs? Damn. Mm-hmm. Some beautiful eyeballs. It's a good color. It's a good color. Unique. That's very true. Stands out. It does stand out. Uh, then she was like, hey, who are you? And he goes, I am, oh man, this was a pronunciation I asked for. I am Aruaka. A-R-U-A-C-A. Aruaka. Sure. The last of the Taino warriors, son of his name, I will not be pronouncing, but he basically talks about um, the. Uh, oh, give me one second because I had a pronunciation for this. He's a grandson of the Kasika Abakoa. Okay. Uh, Kasika is like a chieftain. Trouble leader. Okay. So, like, you know, the main guy. Mm-hmm. So this guy's of noble blood. And he's the last of the Taino warriors. That's an important thing. Ruka carried her to the Hacienda only to have the men of the Hacienda begin shooting at him. Well, that seems not helpful. No, he was attempting to defend himself. And then Don Julian intended to kill the young man. But Asalome jumped between them and said, You owe my life to this man. And if we remember from just a second ago, uh, he ran away. Don Julian was, no, that was her dad. Oh, right. That's why I want to make sure. Well, that's even weirder. (laughs) (laughs) He saved my life. What are you doing? Yeah. 
You, but then she was like, hey, what are you doing? You owe my life to this man. It was he who saved me from death in the currents of the river while that coward beside you, Juan, abandoned me. And the man who saved her, Uruka, said goodbye to Salome with only his eyes. So he just gave her a look. Mm-hmm. And he was like... And she was like, God damn. They understood. It's like, And then like he's like, oh, you're leaving. Okay, goodbye. Mm-hmm. And Salome returned to the Abacoa day after day and finally, they met again. After the reunion, they met every evening at the river. Did she just start throwing herself in the river every day? <laughs> she looks up like, help! <laughs> help me! <laughs> I initially thought the bolt meant like he was like a lightning bolt, but like he's just, they, she just saw the streak, like he's running so yeah, fast, fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Although they feared their two very different worlds made their love impossible. Again, he's a Taino warrior which we'll talk about, but that's indigenous peoples of Puerto Rico. And oh, okay. She, and uh, Don, who you can imagine, she uh, may in fact be of Spanish descent. Again, conquistadors, colonizers. One day, her father followed her to the river, and when he saw her in Erica's arms, he went mad with rage and began to shoot at him. Uh, Salome was shot in the chest. Ow. By her father's bullet, then Ariwaka saw his beloved dying at his feet and knew that he could only save her by praying to the gods in the Guacara. Yeah, that's an English pronunciation, but you get the idea. Um, he climbed the cliff and entering the cave, he placed his love next to, um, I want to say that means altar, but that word I cannot pronounce. Taking water from the spring, he began to cleanse her wound and the miraculous waters. Oh, it's like a fountain. It's like a spring. Okay, I should have asked these questions. Of his ancestors revived her. Arakua thanked these two gods. These two gods' names are, in fact, Tim and Tim too. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> I just wanted to say, I just want to say them. All right, I think I got them here. Borneal and uh the other guy's name I cannot pronounce, which is on me, but we will go with Maruhu. Okay. It means a lot to you, I understand. Mm-hmm. The two stone semis he had there. That word is important. We'll get to that later. Salome and Erica agreed that he should go to the Hacienda to give the good news to her father. Hey, you know, you shot your daughter. She's alive again. I fixed her. I brought her back to life. Uh, They said goodbye, and Salome promised that she would wait there until he returned. So, like, she's just hanging out by the river, and he's going to go back to, like, tell her dad. Hey, you didn't kill her. She's alive. Oh, jeez. He's going to get shot. What do you think? You think that's going to happen? Oh, God. (laughs) The terror in your voice. Oh, no. When Erica arrived at the Hacienda to give the news to her father, Don Julian shot and killed him. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, man? You, he was already shooting at you. Like. Uh, without allowing him to give the good news. Uh, Don Julian never... Also, kn- this guy's a fucking madman with his gun. He's just blasting. He's like, oh, I just shot my daughter. Maybe I should rethink... Oh, never mind. No, no, here it's comes that, that monster that I hate. Yeah. yeah. Bam, bam. Well, Don Julian never knew that Salome was alive due to his evil. So again... Um, Salome was in the cave waiting for him. Uh, she's praying. 
Because she said, yeah, you know, I'm going to wait until they come back. Mm-hmm. Well, the man she's waiting for has been blown away. So. She lived and waited for 150 years or more. Damn. Without she's aging. way more patient than I am. Correct. Perhaps it had something to do with she was resurrected. Maybe it gave her some, you know, extra boost. The gods were like, here you go. Yep. Um, but it took 150 years. And then what happened to Padme happened to her. She died of a broken heart. Mm. And that she only fed on the memory of her beloved and the miraculous water of the spring. They say that through the darkest corridors of the cave, this was legend comes in, of course, uh, Salome and Erica walk together in happy forever. Maybe you can see them, but that is one Puerto Rican legend. Now, as I was talking about that legend, I introduced you to the, uh, the concept of the Taino warriors. Sure, yeah. These are the original indigenous people who thrived in Puerto Rico and surrounding the surrounding Caribbean islands before Columbus. And then the Spanish arrived and destroyed everything the native peoples had spent thousands of years to build. And they had beautiful eyes. They did. There is honey. Mm-hmm. I mean, one branch of the Tainos were the first people, Christopher Columbus. I call him an ass. Get it? Yeah, like he's an ass, so yeah, he's, I got it. Yeah, and encountered when he first arrived in what would become the Americas. Anyways, the Taino were not warriors by default. You know, they were actually pretty peaceful, and they preferred to be peaceful, unless, of course... I feel like most warriors typically are. Th- but I mean, like, they weren't going around, like, conquering other nations, is my point. Right, yeah. So there's, you know, there's that kind of a thing, and then there's just, like, hanging out, doing our thing, unless you want to mess with us. Yeah. So that's, like, the distinction there. But the, the defensive warrior. Correct. Yes, correct. Now, I mentioned this earlier to pay attention to that name because their religious practices revolved around worshiping semis. Now, Wikipedia is going to help me out here. A uh, semi was a deity or ancestral spirit. Can you spell that for me? Because the way you're saying it, I just keep thinking like semi. Uh, C. C-E-M-I. Okay. Or Z-E-M-I. Because okay. the Z is also pronounced like a C. Gotcha. Ancestral spirit and a sculptural object housing the spirit among the Taino people of the Caribbean. And also indigenous South Americans. So, I mean, it's, you know, your ancestral deity. You yeah. can have a sculpture of it to represent, you know, said deity. Uh, a little bit about these practices. Um, this was recorded, of course, by the 15th and 16th century Spaniards. Because the, um, the way colonialism works, those are the records we get to have. Yep. Uh, centered on a supreme creator god and a fertility goddess. The creator god. I like to say these names. And make us all learn. The creator god is Yukau, Yukau, Maorokoti, and um, governs the growth of the staple food. This is a huge, big deal, the food, uh, cassava. And then the goddess is Atabera. Atabera. Okay. We're learning about new gods I didn't know about. It's exciting. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Um, and she governs the water, rivers, and the seas. There's also lesser known gods doing their things. Um, Barnael is a rain giver. Gods. Mm-hmm. A lot of cultures have them. There's lots of gods on this planet. There sure are. 
there's a lot of them. The rain giver's tears would become, you know, they become a rainfall. Mm-hmm. And they talk about um, the spirits of ancestors, um, you know, the chiefs and stuff. They're highly respected. Obviously, listening to your ancestors and religious practices, huge thing, big deal. Gives Seem, you, seems g- like it. Gives you the wisdom. Um, and then, of course, you could have, you know, different sculptures that would incorporate bones and skulls. And then again, even ancestral remains could be remained or contained in like houses as, um, you know, like ashes or like, yeah, basically I would, I, I did not dive as deep as I would like. So I'm not going to imagine where that line of thinking could go. Well, I was just trying to clarify because you just said like skulls and bones and then you were like, and maybe, remains. I mean, I, I mean, it's possible. Yeah, I need to dive deeper. I will be honest about that statement. Yeah, I was just curious, trying to flesh sure. that out. Yeah, but sure, sure. Either way. But then again, these ancestral deities, you know, you could use medicine. You know, they could be consulted, talked to for, uh, again, advice, healing. Wisdom. Wisdom, absolutely. And then sometimes during these uh, consultation ceremonies, images of the Zemi, uh, sorry, that, see, of the Zemi could be painted or tattooed like a priest could adorn the symbols, and then they would, you know, go through some rituals and stuff. Cool. So that's again part of the religious beliefs. Just a taste because believe it or not, things are busy sometimes. And my deep dives can't be as deep as like. Yeah, I get that. I know. It's a it's a thing. It is certainly a thing. But I'm gonna go on a limb here and just talking about, you know, conquistadors and uh which again also synergizes with a little bit of things you talked about last week in the uh like colonizing, basically, oh, yeah. that kind of yeah. you know, bad stuff. Not great. Uh yeah, I'm going to say pretty bold claim. This is I'm going to go on a limb and say that uh, colonial colonialism and colonial rule kind of sucks. It's not the best, especially if you're on the wrong side of it. Yeah, I mean, if you're conquering people, you know, there's that, and if you're being conquered, that's not good and very shitty. Yep. But again, um, considering how bad that sucked, eventually you're going to have enough, as was the case in 1511. I'm going to introduce a brief summary of the Taino Rebellion. Now, this is uh, the Taino Rebellion. Um, Taino of Rebellion of 1511 was a military conflict between the conquistadors of Castile led by Juan Ponce de Leon. Mm, It's a a name I know. It's a name we know. And the Tainos of Borinquen, which is the indigenous name for Puerto Rico. The name it had before. Mm-hmm. Before the uh, that makes sense. Before the colon- uh, colonials decided to uh, colonial. Yeah, I just never thought about it. Yeah, boring can. Because yeah, and living of um, you know, and then the people who would live in that land would be Boricua. Okay. Again, colonialism. Taking things, changing shit around, doing whatever they want. But yeah, so there was that rebellion. Um, the Borican by uh, Aguibana II. The rebellion erupted after the death of Diego Salcido in 1511. The rebellion lasted until 1513 when Tahino soldiers surrendered to Spanish conquistadors. Um, their leader had been killed, the leader of the Tahino, which fractured his forces and the Spanish prevailed. Although it took eight years of guerrilla uh, warfare from the locals before the conflict had been suppressed thoroughly, so that was a whole mess. Mm-hmm. Now, I told you that this like guy died, and it kind of sparked the rebellion. Like It gave the uh, 
the Taino's like faith that they could maybe attack the Spanish and be like, we got this. Yeah. So how about that? You know, how about that death asserted at all? Who is Diego Salcido? He was a conquistador naturally, but kind of what, you know, what was, what was his deal? Did he go, wait, this is kind of fucked up. And then they, and switch sides. He did not. Oh, okay. he was, he was, uh, Definitely Team Conquistador. Oh, okay. But there's some, yeah, he's, no, he wasn't a, no, it wasn't, it wasn't one of those cool stories. And there are a few legends swirl around his death, so I'm going to go straight to Wikipedia for these bad boys. According to the story, Salcido died in 1511 during a trip to Puerto Rico when Tainos, under the command of Aguibana II, maybe not the best pronunciation, but he was, um, you know, the brother of a great Taino chieftain. And the, uh, the Casico of Añasco. The town is important because I'll mention it again later. Um, but basically, he, you know, what they did was they drowned him in the Rio Grande de Añasco. Añasco. Historically, two versions of how Salcido was lured to his death have collided. Many books assert that the soldier had been told that he'd be taken to a lake filled with Taino women that he could have sex with. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, that sounds like it would get the typical colonial yeah, like, oh, or conquistador. Like something I can stick my what in? Who? Yeah. Oh. Because they did a lot of that. They certainly did. You know, not going to recognize them as, you know, fully sentient beings, but like they'll bang them. So that's nice. Yeah. You know, yep. monster things that monsters do. And once they're, well, he found not women. Because again, he's like, oh, okay, I'll go. Yeah. Are you going to let me? Yeah. Am I a god? Are going to let me? Sounds nice. But uh, he found a bunch of men who then proceeded to drown him. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoops. Wait, these aren't women at all. Yeah, hey, you guys are dudes. We're not going to have sex, are we? And they're like, no. Uh, then the next, uh, the next telling, another version has Salcido being offered a ride across a river by Tainos who carried him on their arms. So like, hey, man, we'll give you a ride. And then they drowned him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one sounds even more like, yeah, come on, man. idiot. <laughs> yeah. This isn't the story of like giving the scorpion a ride across the river, except reversed in a way. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, come on. You guys must be my friends. So they drowned him, and then they kept, like, his body for days. Yeah, because they were like, shit. If it was that easy, don't let him see him. Maybe we can trick him again. Right. Trick another one. Yeah, just, come on. You want to you wanna go to this lake where there's a bunch of women just waiting to have we'll sex with you? We'll carry you across. Yeah. Come on. We'll carry you across to the place where all the women are. We forgot about all the oppressive stuff you guys yeah, have been we're, doing. We're buddies. It's going to be great. Yeah, we're best friends. But they were waiting to see if he'd still be alive. They wanted to make sure that he was dead. <laughs> now, why would they think he might not be dead? They were, the Spanish probably said they were gods of some sort. Is that part of it? Well, here we go. A third and most accepted version of Salcido's death says that the Tainos fear that the Spaniards might be gods, refrain from harming them. Mm-hmm. After suffering under the Spaniards for so long, the Tainos, by order of their leader, ambushed Salcido as he was drinking water at the edge of a river. Fearing that Salcido might resurrect after three days, again, because they're being talked to by a bunch of Catholics telling them stories about Jesus yeah. and how they're gods, like, do they all just resurrect? Yeah, okay, yeah. Right? 
mix that in there. Um, so they sat around for three days, you know, like Good Friday to Sunday, hmm. waiting for, for Salcedo to come back from the dead. And he didn't, and they were like, oh, shit. He was just rotting <laughs> yeah. like in the sun. He was like, ho, oh, 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 oh. uh, And then, yeah. Because, um, again, it's hot down there. Uh-huh. In Bariqua. Oh, that's the people. I messed yeah. that up. I can't. Uh, yeah, uh, I can't even imagine. Like Puerto, Puerto Rico is not a big island, but I don't know how big it is really. Borinquen, just in case I messed up the name of the island before. Right. So, like, just trying to put yourself in their shoes. Like, I feel like everybody on the island. I mean, it's not true because it's bigger than I'm envisioning it. Sure, but like. Everybody knows everybody type of thing. And then these guys show up out of nowhere all like, of a sudden. And you're like... And they look totally different than anything Whoa. you've seen before. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah. And then they're talking about how they're gods and they got a different god and... Yeah. Right. And like, oh, okay. But they're dicks. And they're just complete <laughs> assholes. But yeah, at that exact moment, that's when they realized the Tainos... Or, I mean, that's when the Tainos realized that, yeah, they weren't gods. Yeah, we can so kill like, the fuck out of these oh, guys. Oh, this is possible? Yeah. All right. So I ask again, what is a god? Not the Spanish conquistadors, that's for fucking sure. Yeah. Again, they eventually overpowered the rebellion with their weapons, of course, and then through an intense, like, guerrilla warfare, they eventually won because that's what these colonials did. Mm-hmm. But... I just love the revelation of like, oh, oh, like he's like, okay. Like, wait a second. This works? Is he? Are those like flies eating on his eyeballs? Holy shit. But inter- interestingly enough, um, the anthem of the town that I mentioned, Anyasco, where Salcedo died, includes a line and a legend all its own. That passage goes, history tells that here Salcedo was drowned that in the fall, a female Taino is seen at night. So it's said that the ghost of his lover can possibly be seen, you know, haunting the town, possibly in search of Salcedo himself. So people think they see like a ghost walking around that might be looking for him. That could have been, you know, Mm -hmm. a significant other of his or a woman he had been involved with. Sure. So there we are, literally just scratching the surface of, you know, Puerto Rican folklores and legends. Um, and again, barring more free time, eventually I'll dive deeper into many of these legends because there are a bunch. And again, it's just, it's also a, um, you know, part of the United States that many people who live in the United States don't know a lot about at all. And it's yeah. just over there. Yeah, it's a, what, what do they call it? It's a, it's a territory. Territory, yeah. Yeah. Like Guam and American Samoa. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other other ones. I mean, there's a handful. Yeah, that's a, that's a good chunk of them. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, again, what people don't think. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. And there was even when the, the WWE went to Puerto Rico, um, they had an event, and it was awesome to watch. It was incredible. But they also, like one of the announcers, I mean, he was an Irishman, so like I don't expect him to know everything about American culture. Sure. But, you know, one of the wrestlers, uh, Damian Priest, is Puerto Rican. And they said, he'll be going back to his home country. I'm like, well, he didn't leave his home country. <laughs> it's like saying, go back to your home country. You're from Indiana. Yeah. It's 
the same. It's not a state technically, but no, but it's still the it's still United States of America. They're still American citizens, I believe, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred thousand percent. Yeah, just like you, anybody. Mm-hmm. So when people say things like this, like guys. But yeah, and to this day, to end on a positive note, uh, to this day that Taino, there's Taino revivalist movements all across like the Caribbean, the Bahamas, again, with that, you know, ethnic heritage, like the uniting people I mean, who have been, you yeah. know, that taken over. Bringing so it's, back, that's pretty cool. Bringing your like culture back right. type stuff. And of course, you know, because of all the colonialism, it's all a giant melting pot. So people are different parts of what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody's mixed together. But um, if I would have had time to take a deeper dive into these things, I would have looked up more of that. And there's a few other legends that I think I enjoy that I'll have to um, address in greater detail in a future episode. But there we are. You know, there we are. Just some legends, a legend, um, you know, from Puerto Rico. Cool. About some of the taste of the Taino peoples, and um, yeah, just realizing the bad guys are beatable. Again, like the war was lost, but like still just mortal men. Nobody yeah. fucking special, mm-hmm. just a person. And that's what people are capable. Of. They're capable of ridiculous things. But uh, it is some folklore from Puerto Rico. Figured I'd do that. Nice. I had some assistance from someone yeah. who is Puerto Rican. That's, so, you know, anybody listening, helps. just saying, yeah. anybody listening, went to the source. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But yeah. If you've been to Puerto Rico. I have not. Well, you should email us at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com if you've got any stories. I mean, if you just want to share some Chupacabra stories, that is also, um, you know, Puerto Rican in nature let yeah. us know mm-hmm. and uh follow us on the patreon.com slash weird and feared you can support us there where we continue talking after the episode ends and then write us a review follow us on the instagram but review us wherever you're able to review the podcasts we do see them most of the time and uh we deeply appreciate it that stuff does matter hell yeah so yeah guys just kind of hunker down get spooky it's summertime get spooky yeah summertime spooky spooky for summer Yeah. All right, stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. (laughs) 